What up, everybody? It's Nate with Streetwave, and welcome to another weekly short series podcast. I'm here at Cafe Nerman with Charles. What's going on, man? What's going on? How you doing? Oh, uh, man, I'm doing well. Hey, thank you for your time um, as, as, a, as an artist. Uh, I know you're um, busy always designing and creating things. I just want to get out the get-go with a question with you. just want to toss it out there. What is your favorite color? Uh, I would have to say, like, recently it's been black. I don't know why, but I feel like I can wear black with anything. And like during the winter, I wear a lot of like uh, layers with black stuff. But like my whole life has been blue. But late, but lately though, yeah, I think I'll say black. Yeah, it goes with everything. It's like the best. Uh, yeah, can't go wrong with it. Um, so the beginning of the podcast, we like to um, hear our guests' story um, of where you were from, like where you went to school. Um, a little bit about that. Share as much as you want. Um, and then where you are now, um, and then we'll get going. Okay, dope. Well, I'll start off, uh, I was born in Atlanta. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. I uh, lived in Memphis for a couple years, then moved here, about four or five. Um, grew up out south, Grandview, then Raytown, then I grew up out south KC, about uh, fourth grade all the way through ninth, and then you know, like that's where I grew up. That's where I like built my character and everything, and became who I was. And then when I moved to uh, Lee Summit West, I got more into art, and that's kind of when I like figured out what my passion was and like what I wanted to pursue. I met some really good teachers who pushed me and everything. I realized a um, uh, scholarship was a possibility, and from then on, I just was like pushing, like, all right, I'm gonna make this happen. I don't know how else I'm gonna pay for college or get out of school if I don't yeah. start thinking towards yeah. a scholarship yeah. now. So. From 10th grade on, I, like, I, I cannot paint a lick. I could draw, but from then on, I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get good at this. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you remember your um, first piece of art that you, you did? Uh, my first, my very first piece of art. The last thing I could, I mean, the very first thing I can remember, it was probably like, maybe first grade. I've been drawing like forever. But like first grade, I remember I would just draw like random stuff, like helicopters and cars and stuff. And uh, then everybody else in the class would draw with me. And then like some of the girls would like have me draw theirs and stuff. It was just funny. And then like third grade, I got into like drawing anime characters. I'll draw like a bunch of Naruto characters and like sell them. And it's funny looking back. I didn't realize I was trying to be an entrepreneur in third grade, but that's what it was. So I say that was like the earliest memory. Nice, man. My first, or like, I wouldn't say, yeah, maybe my first recollection of my art was when I won in third grade, I did a watercolored pirate ship with pirates on it, (laughs) and I got to go to the Kansas City um, Nelson Gallery for like a day on a special trip with like the winners of every grade. I got like an art kit, and I knew like right then and there, I was like, this is for me. And my grandmother always like spoke life over me being like, you're going to be a great artist. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. I'll show you. And then was like really inspiration or, you know, inspired to me to do, to pursue that. So, um, I want to know how and when did did Swavy come about? Like, I want to know this backstory. Yeah. So Swavy came about, I would say about, about fifth or sixth grade. And it's kind of funny how it happened. That's so early. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. Like thinking back on it, it's crazy, but like, Honestly, it kind of just started off as kind of like a funny thing, like a little nickname I made for myself. Because like, 
I learned what suave was and I was like smooth. I, I described myself as smooth. And then uh, like before waves became popular again, it was popular back then. My waves was cold back then. So I started calling myself suave. And then uh, it kind of picked up. And uh, like kids in school, I say like sixth, seventh grade, some of my bros was uh, would joke in the hallway like, what's up suave baby? <laughs> I was like, oh, snap, I changed my Instagram name to Swavy Baby, and then, like, it's kind of stuck. People started calling me that, so I was like, I dig it, and just ran with it. So now it's like, I took it, branded it, and it's like, it's my thing now. Yeah. And, and your motto for Swavy? I say uh, smooth with style. I look at it yeah. as, um, I say it's like an adjective. It kind of describes, like, uh, like artistic and creative uh, passion. You know, the stuff that's dope all around. Really. Yeah, yeah. And I love the, the color uh, you just, you choose on your on your fabric. The, the like, the, the bright sometimes, but then subtle. And then with the jeans and then, you know, with um the, 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 the what is it? um The screen printing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, a little bit of each. um Is there any um special ones that you like to really specifically work on? Um, like uh, specific garments or projects? Yeah. Probably jackets are my favorite, bro, honestly. I mean, I like denim in general. So, like, denim jackets, you can do so much with them. I love the dye. So, if I could just have, like, any white denim jacket, if I could just have, like, 20, I could go crazy on every one and just yeah, yeah. have so much fun. Because it's, 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 like, endless possibilities with denim. And uh, just jackets in general, I just feel like it's such a staple piece. Right, and uh, doing natural dyeing to me, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, my experiences with doing um, indigo dyeing with a, a friend of mine um, and seeing that process really opened my eyes to, holy shit, this is incredible. You do like one dip and then you do like seven, or you do like three, five, and seven, and you just seeing like it get darker and darker and darker. And then depending on like the material, cotton, linen, and whatnot, you know, um, with how 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 much it'll soak and whatnot, um, it's an it's insane. Uh, what it what do you think of the Midwest fashion? Has it been a has it been a challenge for you? Or has it been a um, a drive, or has it been like kind of a a, a drought? I feel like uh, I mean I don't know, man. It's kind of weird because I feel like in the Midwest in general, like uh, since we're in the middle of the country, we kind of like take from everywhere, and it's although we have a lot of creative people, it's kind of hard to pinpoint that one thing that we can like claim as our own. It's like, we're kind of like that perfect mixture of like everywhere. And so, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. I just think, uh, you know, people could come together more and collaborate. Like when you look in places like New York or California or even like Florida, you notice that artists from there kind of team up and you get like these creative agencies and like creative teams and stuff like that. I mean, we're on the verge of getting some stuff like that going. I mean, it hasn't really been a setback, though. Not, nah. I, I wouldn't look at it as a setback, especially with, like, social media and everything. Oop. Oop. They can't come in. No, they okay. they know it's locked. <laughs> we're at Cafe Norman after hours, by the way, listeners, if you didn't know. So people are trying to, like, come in, and we're just staring at them. So yeah. it's quite <laughs> funny. Um, Any inspirations right now in the, the fashion industry that you look up to? Man, for sure. It's this guy, uh, Ruigi, Ruigi Villasenor. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. But uh, he's a designer out of Cali. His brand is Rude. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. Bro, my Please. Designer. Yes. And it's crazy because, like, he's in uh, uh, F Bravado. He's uh, my other favorite designer right now. 
And uh, Virgil's kind of cliche, but Virgil's a genius to me. Like, he's dope, too. But uh, I say with Luigi, like, the thing that I love about him, like, he, he really sticks to, like, his brand and his, like, aesthetic. And he doesn't just do it just for the cloud or just because he thinks stuff looks cool. Like, he talks about what he, what he wants to do in the community and right. what he wants to Like, I think he's from the Philippines, and, like, he went back there and was giving away clothes and um, did, like, a whole uh, – like did a bunch of promo off of like these dope pics they took down there and everything. Like I just rock with him all together mm. as a dude. And uh you know, hopefully I can meet him and, you know, get some work in or something, learn learn something from him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um how I know you're going to Kansas City Iron Suit. That's how we linked mm-hmm. up. How's yes, how's that adventure been for you? It's been dope, bro. Honestly, like since sophomore year of high school it's been kinda like a dream to go here. Or like to get into any good art school, and then I realized that it's ranked like number twenty, either twentieth or like twenty fourth or something like that in the nation, and it's thirty minutes away from where I stay. And I couldn't believe that, so I'm like, you know, they're gonna give me, you know, a good scholarship to go here. I'm going, and being here, I didn't know what I was gonna get out of it really, because college never was really something that I like looked forward to. My whole family's entrepreneurs. Neither one of my parents went to or finished school, but they're doing good. So yeah. I figured I could just, you know, do real estate or something and just figure it out. But not since I've been here, bro, I've learned so much. I've learned more in the past six months than I have in all 12 years of high school. No cap. Like, it's yeah. been real. It's been a lot of work. And uh, I realized that I had to kind of dedicate my life to it in a way and kind of put other things on hold just a little bit just to pursue it but i feel like it's gonna pay off though just, yeah just based off everything so far yeah yeah um when you get that momentum going it's hard to like even look back at times because yeah. that ball's rolling and it feels so good um i know that we talked about a little um about you wearing your favorite color black and i found on the the quote that you written down in a, in a pad that says people think too black and white we can't ignore the gray area you want to elaborate a little bit on? Yeah. Because that, that, that really struck me, and it struck the team as well. And we're like, man, what is this about? So, okay, Yeah, so, um, man, it came to me because we were, uh, like, the other day in my history of thought class, we had to go to the art space up the street on 43rd. And uh, it's this artist working there. And his, uh, his paintings were on uh, the subject of duality. And uh, my teacher was just talking about the different uh, things in duality. And, like, me and my personal life, I've been going through something, you know, where I feel like people will try to put you in a box or make it like, you know, you can't you can't be one thing and then be another. Or, um, I don't know. I was thinking of duality in terms of, like, freedom and control as yeah. far as, like, my life goes. 100%. And, you know, I've always been, like, a free spirit. Yeah. And I, we see that on the Instagram. And we see that also, like, when we work at the Kansas City Art Institute, when you're, um, you know, you're diddling in different areas here and there and trying to pick up these special skills and I think it's honing in and it's it's creating like a, a bigger picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just taking a little bit of here and exactly. you're just adding and it's it's starting to build. And when we can see that and we can see the vibe. Yeah. So I just feel like uh like people will try to try to label things as is either one thing or the other. But I feel like uh when you try to look at the relationship between two things, you know, um I'm trying to think of a good example right now, but just in general, when you look at two 
uh, subjects that seem to be opposites, just try to look at it and see how they might relate to each other or how they might rely on each other or how you might not have one without the other. And when you think about that space that's in between those two, that's when new creations come alive, I feel, and that's when new ideas and, um, you know, you kind of feel free once you start to, you know, think more openly like that. So I just, you know, the idea of duality was just a really, a really uh, interesting topic to me. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it, uh, I think it happens when um, we start um, looking more around than, and just in ourselves. We start thinking, we start thinking, we start seeing things differently, uh, experiencing things differently. Maturity. That, that's the word I was getting to. Um, uh, you know, you're evolving, you're moving. Um, so at the, usually towards the end of the interview, we ask some like silly ass questions. Um, so I thought this one for you, bro. So this was like down your lane. And I also want to, after this, I want to, I want to talk about your sneaker exploration as well. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that when we get done with this. So it's usually like if you're an animal, what kind would you be and why? But for you, I thought this one was nice. So it's kind of generalized, but just go with it a little bit. What piece of garment would you be and why? say if I could be any garment I would have to be like a like maybe a, a dark colored chinchilla like fur coat that's like uh, I don't know maybe it's lined with like a neon colors on the inside and uh, but on the outside it's like maybe it's black and gray just chinchilla fur and I say that because you know that's one of those statement pieces that when you put it on it's like yeah, I'm stunning today. Like this is this is this yeah. is what I'm on. I think I think of Big Boy at Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah this exactly, year. exactly. Like when he came on, it was like, damn. Yeah, exactly. I missed him, and I now I and I do I don't miss him because he's wearing that fur and yeah, that he's all about. Yeah, no, not at all. That's interesting, man. Um, any 2019 goals for you? Uh, honestly, bro. Yeah, I'm just uh right now. I just wanna get through this semester and, uh, you know, finish with the strongest grades as possible. And really, like, I've been taking these classes, like, to challenge me because we got these different workshops and stuff, and i just been picking, like, the most weirdest workshops that people wouldn't expect out of me just so I can, like, push my limits. So I'll say uh, I want to get a lot of work done, but I, I definitely want to push my craft to new limits, whether right. it's uh, painting or uh, with shoes. I just yeah. want to... Which push, I want to get down to, yeah. Push what I've been doing and uh, push it to new limits that I haven't done before. I want to create new things. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I feel that's in the, the freedom of your shoot um, customization that you've been doing. Yeah. Is it dabbing around a little bit on what new material and um, new paint can absorb and whatnot? Yeah, exactly. Any shoe that you're looking at that you're like, I really want to work with? <sighs> Any of those off-whites? <laughs> that would be nuts. Man, those the, 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 crazy. Those white Prestos. Oh my God. Bro. Easy that to soak. Like dream, just just bro. easy to absorb, yeah. man. I could dye those. I could dye them and then paint them. And I, oh my God. Just thinking about it now, it's like a white denim jacket is the same. You just, you can do anything with it. Right, right. But um, I mean, I started, I started with the customs though when I was in like eighth grade. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy thinking back on it, but like I started off and I don't know how, but I convinced some dudes from my school to let me start, uh, start off slow or whatever. But I said, that was like, 
maybe 2013, 2014. By the time 2015 summer hit, uh, one of my customs went like super viral on Facebook, had like 1.3 million views. And for me, that was crazy. In 2016, I I made so many customs, it was crazy. And then I started kind of getting tired of it just because, I don't know, like it was hot. All of my customs were going crazy at the time, but I felt like it was getting kind of repetitive and I wanted to try something new. Mm. So I kind of, I got away from it and started doing more uh, like canvas paintings and just kind of honing my craft and right. learning how to get more detail with the brush yeah. and everything. So yeah. now I want to come back with it with a, with a new life and kind of apply these new aesthetics and these new uh, ways of working to it. You know, the dye-in, uh, just the different brushwork that I can do now just get creative with it yeah no doubt um i've always wanted to just rip some like old jordan ones off just tear them apart and kind of like reconstruct them together in a different way almost like those travis scott's with like the reverse nike yeah, sign i was like those. damn i, I was those. just thinking about yeah. wanting to do yeah, that bro, he's the one out there making that um so on the people that want to like know more about you and what you're doing and like definitely with the line that your next line that you're coming out with, what, what can we look forward to? Um, actually in these next couple of weeks, I'll be dropping, uh, just, I'm doing short capsules right now because I'm just like experimenting with creative stuff. But, uh, you can check me out on Instagram, Charles Swavy, C-H-A-R-L-E-S-S-W-A-V-Y. I'm dropping, yeah. uh, five to six custom pieces, most likely around next weekend. So it'd be like 22nd, 23rd, something like that. Uh, pictures will hit the net some stuff I haven't done before it's gonna be crazy um, you know it's springtime so popping colors you're gonna see the sparkles and everything it's gonna be crazy and uh, yeah, I'm trying to push the I'm trying to push the line of new limits I know uh, in the summer we go crazy with the first Fridays I'm gonna be out there I'm gonna do some giveaways all kind of stuff so stay tuned we gonna be we gonna be going crazy yeah, with it this yeah. year. I'm, I'm looking for uh, looking forward to the summer as well, man. Like oh, yeah. the the summer's gonna be hot. For sure. I cannot wait just for warmer weather around here. Oh I cannot God. talk about that more. Um, I have to got t-shirts in the in the vault that I need to get out and wear actually for yes. once before I decide <laughs> to just resell because I'm tired of looking at them. Yeah. Um, shoot, man. So lastly, but you know, um, any encouraging words for the listeners that are wanting to design and fabricate their own brand yeah i just want anybody that's out there to um first and foremost just believe in yourself you know um, try not to compare yourself to others too much and just uh get down do the research work on your craft and really just believe that you can do it if you i believe that if you truly believe in yourself and you put the thought out there that you can achieve it i promise you can do it you just gotta get out there and manifest those thoughts you know put in the work youtube is gold <laughs> get out there and just learn, bro, and just, uh, you know, keep crafting. You'll get better with experience. Just do it, really. Just yeah. get out there and just yeah. go for it. Yeah. You hear that right, listeners, that just got to get out there and do it. Don't be second-guessing that shit. Anyway, this is Nate with Street Wave. Another short session. We're done. We out.